You are listening to the Speaker Springboard Podcast with your host, Alfred Poor. Welcome to the Speaker Springboard Podcast, where corporate leaders, business executives, and other good public speakers come to become great speakers. Every week, you'll hear about practical tips and valuable resources that will help you get your message across, whether it's on stage or online. And this week, my guest is John Lee Dumas, known to his friends and just about everybody else as JLD. He's the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire and author of The Common Path to Uncommon Success. He's interviewed more than 3,000 entrepreneurs, including Seth Godin, Barbara Corcoran, and Tim Ferriss. He spent eight years in the Army, tried law school, and worked in insurance, tech, and real estate before he launched his successful daily podcast where he delivers free, valuable, and consistent content. And I think he's the only guest on the Speaker Springboard podcast who's appeared in the Bollywood movie. So, JLD, welcome. I am glad to be here, Alfred. As I mentioned pre-interview, I grew up in a town called Alfred, so this is a match made in heaven. Excellent. So, jumping right in, who's your ideal client? My ideal client is somebody who has about a 25-minute commute to work every day to a job they don't love, and they're looking to learn, to be educated, to be inspired by successful entrepreneurs, and they say, you know what, I'm going to use that 25-minute commute as an automobile university to learn from entrepreneurs on fire, from JLD and his guests. And that person just becomes a daily listener. And then even on the weekends, they hit the gym because they want to stay in shape. They listen to the shows on Saturday and Sunday as well. That is my ideal customer. Seven days a week. That's awesome. Seven days a week. So what's the the big problem that you help them solve? The big problem I help them solve is their lack of knowledge, their lack of experience, their fears, their doubts, and just their inability to see what the path is going forward. And for my listeners, they don't know what that path forward is, but by listening to the stories of other people who have been there and done that and who are currently where they want to be in life, they're visualizing what actually are the steps they need to take, what is the path they need to start going down upon in order to get to where they want to be. Having gone down a few entrepreneurial roads myself over the years, some more successful than others, what are some of the common themes that you see with people who are struggling on this entrepreneurial path? Here's the biggest problem, and then we can get into some others if you'd like as well. If you're struggling, there's one simple reason why you're struggling. You have not created the single best solution to a real problem in this world. Because if you have created the single best solution to a real problem in this world, you are going to win because people will be the path to the doorstep of the number one solution to their problem and they will ignore the second best solution all the way to infinity because nobody cares about the second best solution. So if you're the second best, the 10th best, the 734th best solution, of course you're losing. Of course you're struggling. But you might be like, well, how am I going to beat out this competition? They're so entrenched. They have so much money, so much brand. That's where you need to niche down. You need to say, you know what? I can't be the best here right now at the top of the level. But if I niche down, maybe niche down again, maybe even niche down a third time until it literally hurts until I can honestly look around and say, hey, either my competition is so bad that I'm going to immediately be the number one solution to this problem, or there's no competition, that's where you're going to win at that level. 
So a great example is for me back in 2012 with launching Entrepreneurs on Fire, I wanted to launch a podcast, but there was thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. So I niched down into business. There were 800 podcasts. So I niched down into business podcasts, interviewing entrepreneurs. There were eight of them. And I said, well, what are these eight doing that I can do differently, that I can actually really stand out, be different, unique, that I can solve a problem that they're not currently solving? Because I don't want to be the ninth best podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And guess what? I realized every one of them was doing a once a week show. And I said, well, what if I 7X'd that? What if I became the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs? That would mean that the day that I launched, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I would also be the worst, but I would be the only. And so if you wanted a daily podcast that was interviewing entrepreneurs, there was one show in town and that was Entrepreneurs on Fire. And that allowed me to build my brand, build my base, build my audience, and over time, expand out into other areas. So when you're talking about niching down, I can see how that's a, a common mistake that people would make. Does it have to be by topic? Can it also be geography or segmenting the market? It can be one, two, three, four things. It doesn't have to be like a specific area of your business. It can be just one thing. Or it can be one thing combined with a second thing. Or it can be three things mingled together. So for instance, if you love yoga, but you're also a vegan, you're probably not going to be able to start the best vegan podcast or the best yoga podcast. But maybe if you want to start a podcast about these topics, the, the vegan yogi is the only show that is talking about yoga and being a vegan on every single episode. And that's going to resonate with people that love yoga and are also vegans. And so that's why you can combine two when you want to. For me, I just went with quantity. I was like, I'm going to go the quantity route. I'm going to 7X the quantity output of my competition. And yet maintain the quality. That's got to be a real struggle. Well, hey, that was the hope. But listen, my show wasn't very quality when I first launched because guess what? I had never done a podcast before, but I put in the reps and that's the key. Like that's what got me to a much better place quality wise very quickly because while my competition was going out there and doing four episodes per month, I was doing 30. Who's going to be a better basketball player? Somebody who practices four times a month or somebody who practices every single day. Now, of course, there's God-given ability and there's height and there's all these variables that go into play there. But at the end of the day, across a wide variety of situations, the person who puts in the reps is going to quickly surpass the person that's not. Absolutely. So a lot of really good advice buried in all of this, but if you could boil it down, is there one tip that you would share in the, the audience that could help them on their entrepreneurial journey? I mean, let's keep the theme going. That tip is become the best solution to a real problem. And if you are listening to our voices right now and you can honestly not look in the mirror and say that you are the best solution to a real problem, that's your answer as to why you're struggling. That's the answer as to why you're not having the success you want. And you need to find a niche or multiple niches that you can get down to so that you can become the best. And by the way, 
once you become the best in that niche, now you've got the momentum, you've got the proof of concept, you're going to have courage and you're going to have confidence that you didn't have prior. And that's going to allow you to expand out and do other things. Like I've done many, many other things since I've launched my podcast, but it started with getting that initial momentum and traction by becoming the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I know that in my own past, I've been very good at solving real problems that weren't real. Making, okay, that's, an, that's yeah, a problem. Make, <laughs> yeah, making the things that people need and not necessarily what they want. Finding that real problem is... Uh, or the opposite of that, making things that people want, but they don't need. Right, exactly. So do you have one valuable free resource that you're willing to share with the audience? One thing I will say is the best thing that you can do is educate yourself. So the best free resources that I can recommend are those podcasts that are out there that are free, that are on demand, and that are targeted, that are delivering great value like this. So you're listening to one amazing free resource right now with Alfred's show. Entrepreneurs on Fire, of course, is another one. These are free shows that are out there that are just sharing unbelievable value bombs with the listeners for free on any topic, on any niche. You just need to search and find them. They're there on Spotify and Amazon and Google, like wherever you listen to your podcast. They're there, they're waiting for you, and they're free. Well, we'll be sure to put a link to Entrepreneurs on Fire in the description for, for this episode so people can find it quickly because I have a feeling there's a lot of good stuff for for people to to tune into. Thank you. So we're almost out of time, but this is my favorite question. What's the one thing that I, I didn't ask you that I should have? The one thing you didn't ask me that you should have is what's next? Because a lot of people want to know what people like myself and other successful entrepreneurs think what's next is. So I think that's a really good, powerful question. And the the way that I'm going to actually answer that own question that I posed is what's next is up to you. And what I mean by that is Yes, you might have missed getting into podcasting early or Instagram early or TikTok early or crypto early or name a million other things that you're kind of upset with yourself for missing being early on. But there's always something coming right around the corner. There's always something just over the horizon that none of us have any idea that's coming, that we've never heard of, never thought of, but it's coming. And if you're just ready for it and it connects with you when it does hit the grounds, go all in because it's the early mover advantage. The first mover advantage is really real and really beneficial to people who take advantage of that. Awesome. Yep. That being the first with the most is a pretty successful strategy, I think. Well, JLD, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time and your insights. This has been just great. And I hope this is a conversation that we get to continue in the future. Adios, Alfred. Thanks so much. listening. If you or your team would like to improve the impact of your online presentations, be sure to attend the free monthly demonstration of the Speaker Springboard system. For details, go to www.speakerspringboard.com demonstration. Hope to see you there.